What's going on, everybody? I'm Ryan Grady, and this is Happy Talks. Now, today, I've got another solo episode coming out, and I have a really important topic that I want to talk about, and that is listening. And not only listening, but also showing another person that you're talking to or showing an audience that you have listened and you understand. Now, this is a very specific skill set because um, listening in general, like just being present to that moment and being able to fully take in what someone is saying, that's not really something completely teachable. You just kind of, kind of practice and practice and practice. And on the same end, like having empathy, understanding someone, that type of thing just comes with time and experience and that type of thing. But the ability to communicate back whatever level of understanding that you have, that is a skill that I think is easily teachable. And that's what I want to teach specifically in this episode. Yeah, so I think the best way to start is going to be to show you a clip with an example of what not to do specifically. Like um, this clip is, I think it's an attorney in Minneapolis and it was a public response that they gave about the investigation of George, George Floyd's murder. And um, there's just a lot that I think well, there's some things that she did well, but I think there's just so many things that were kind of tone deaf, and um, I can really kind of dive through it and kind of break it down into why why was it um, not received well, or why do I think it caused a bad reception? Because I don't think she had bad intentions when um, she was giving this speech, but I'm about to play it, and just listen, and for yourself, try to decide if you think that um, Mrs. McDonald cares about like what's going on in the world. It's it's so I don't know. Her voice just sounds so political and like speechy and like prepared to me. Anyway, just just listen to it. Really, probably don't need this to say this to all of you, but Minneapolis, our nation, really the world, has witnessed this incredibly and disturbing loss of life. My heart goes out to George Floyd. My heart goes out to his family. My heart goes out to his friends. And my heart goes out to the community. We are grieving and we will continue to grieve. Okay, so that was a little clip of it. You can listen to the full thing. I'm gonna have that in the description. Now, let me give my analysis of, kind of not, not exactly the words she was saying to me, the words she was saying sounded nice, right? Like it, like, it kind of aligns with how everyone's feeling, right? Like, this was disturbing. My heart goes out to you. All this kind of stuff. Like, that sounds like, oh, I care about you. But to me, that's no different than her saying, like, I understand you guys. I understand how you guys feel. And that phrase right there, I understand you, or I hear you, or something like that. That is the key. That's what I want to get you from. Because I think a lot of people think, like, if you say something like, you're right, or I understand you, or I feel you, something like that, um, I think people think that that shows that they understand. But, okay, let's look at it like this. Pretend that you just had something tragic happen to you, like you lost your brother or something like that. Um, and then you go to someone and you pour your heart out about how you feel, how upset you are, how angry you are, you're like, why, God, why? And the other person goes, I feel you. Like... It just doesn't match, I guess, with how how you would be feeling in that moment, right? So, well, I, actually, I think that's a pretty good explanation of what not to do. So, 
Now we're going to get into how do you listen to someone no matter what kind of emotional state they're in, especially, in fact, if they're in sort of a angry or negative kind of sad um, emotional state, like if they're upset, how do you listen and understand that person and then show that person how you understand? So yeah, I think I got the premise down <laughs> really good, right? Um, let's start with the basic stuff. When you're in a conversation, one people, many people, whatever, um, the number one thing that you want to focus on first is listening, right? Just basic listening. So that means just having an open mind, essentially. And that's kind of something hard to teach. Um, you gotta, gotta be present to the moment. There's all kinds of different like ways you can focus on that, you know? Deep breaths, relax your mind, clear your mind a little more, let go of expectations, that kind of stuff, right? When you're getting ready to listen, like if your mind is clear and your expectations are gone, if you're not too worried about what you're going to say, it's going to be very easy for you to um, take in the words that someone else is saying. And with that, actually, while you're listening, have no expectations about what the other person is going to say, because um, no one's a psychic, you know, you really don't know what they are saying. And I think a lot of the time, um, we're listening to a conversation, and we're waiting for someone to say what we think they're going to say, and we've already kind of prepared a response for that, and we're already ready for that response. We're already ready to make that response. We're like, oh, I'm so ready. I'm going to get him here. And when we prepare or expect something, um, we're not really reacting to what's going on. So I don't know if I explained those super well, but those are kind of the basics. I think you could probably find a video like how to listen to people or something like that, and you could probably get that kind of information. But with all those tips, you should be at a higher level, at least at a pretty good level, to understand what the other person is saying, right? So I just want to add on to that, that if you never fully understand, if you're really trying and you're listening to someone's position and maybe they're not the best explainer of what they're saying and you really want to understand, it's never bad to just say, hey, I, I got to be honest, I don't understand, something like that, you know, hey, I don't understand, can you explain that again? Or like, here's, or like, maybe give them your understanding, be like, hey, look, this is what I think you said, um, can you like repeat that back or can you like explain it in a different way, like, Try to really get yourself, like you and the other person, on at least as close of a page as you can get, you know? Actually, I think a good way to kind of summarize that would basically just be ask until you understand. That could be your good little motto to live by, right? Okay, finally, finally, you understand what they're saying, right? So now we're going to get into the goal. The goal is how do you show somebody, truly show another person that you understand? And I think what it comes down to is a couple of things. One is matching their emotions. And really, it all comes down to kind of matching, right? So actually, I think I have a good story to kind of explain this idea. So I am a very chill person, I would say. Like, I'm always really smiley. Like, even, even if like a lot of stuff is going crazy around me, I'm always just pretty chill, relaxed, calm most of the time. And I was in the car with my girlfriend. And we were late for something, so she was starting to show kind of signs of stress, right? Worry and all that kind of thing. 
And, you know, here's me just sitting there smiling, la la la, like, like I'm acting like nothing's wrong. And um, she started to get like a little upset about that because here I am just like smiling, like um, in her eyes, like I don't care about the situation, even though I probably do. I really do care. You know, of course I want to be on time, that kind of thing, right? But me just saying like, oh, yeah, yeah, we need to be on time, that kind of thing doesn't really show how much I care because I'm not getting stressed. I'm not really displaying any kind of emotion. So what what sort of emotion should I have, I have displayed here? Um, I don't think that just matching her stress like one for one would have been good, right? Like that would just kind of increase the overall stress in the room. But I think a few things I could have done differently is I could definitely retain that sort of calm, cool manner because I think that's just good, rational, calm, whatever. But definitely I could have dropped the smile because that's unnecessary. Like, okay, we're late. Like there's no need to smile about that. Now I'm not saying a smile is bad. I think a smile is one of the greatest things in the world. But I think for just a few seconds, you definitely want to drop and kind of match and I don't necessarily say one-for-one one match. What I mean by this is, let's say someone's like very, very angry or very, very sad or depressed or something, right? Come down to maybe just like a calm, like, hey, yeah, that sucks, that sucks. Um, if, I don't know if you can hear that in my tone, but instead of being like, instead of being like um, flatlined, like, um, yeah, that sucks to hear. Something like, I don't know if you could hear that in my voice. But it was a lot more flatline, calm, almost kind of like the way that the attorney was talking, super flatline, not that much emotion. Um, get down into more of like their level, kind of, kind of match how they're feeling with your tone. Well, um, th that was kind of a rant. I don't know if that really explained the idea exactly how I want to. This is kind of a complicated idea to explain, but. Um, I guess the best way to do this would be to kind of give you a step-by-step -step framework. Um, just when I'm giving you this, realize that um, it's not like a one-for-one, -one, always use this exact situation and it'll always work. But anyway, I think it's I think it's not a bad idea. So first step, I would start by acknowledging what you're hearing. So this can actually literally just be repeating back what you heard, almost literally, like word for word. So in the case of like George Floyd's murder, let's say someone is talking to you about it and maybe they say something like, I can't believe this. This is horrible. This is, this is awful. I, I'm so angry right now. Um, when you hear something like that, you want to try to key in on the words that kind of describe the emotions that they're feeling, like something like, I can't believe this. So that's kind of what you would want to repeat back first of all, kind of like as an acknowledgement, like truly I heard you, like I literally word for word heard you because I'm repeating back what you said. It's, it's kind of like subconscious there, but um, that's kind of what you're saying implicitly. Like, um, So you'll literally just be like, me too, I can't believe this. And you, you know what's funny about that actually is a lot of the times that's so much better than anything they've ever gotten that they'll be happy with just that. like Just the fact that you've acknowledged literally what they said. Now, as I just said that, I'm kind of realizing that that might not match with my much stronger belief that you have to be authentic all the time. And that's because maybe in some situations you might be talking to someone that you completely disagree with. Like all the words coming out of their mouth, you can't repeat them back with the same tone because you disagree with them. But that doesn't mean that you can't repeat them back 
with a different tone. For example, I'm just just take that as an example. Of course, like I don't know who who like disagrees in this situation, but if someone's like, I can't believe this or something like that, you can go like, you can't believe this or like I don't want to say it in like a condescending tone, but maybe like more of a questioning tone, like like what like tell me more like why can't you can't believe this something like that. Um, kind of, but like hype, hype them up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, like I want to hear you. Let's let's hear what you got. I want to feel your emotions, man. Like, and I mean that all comes down to the humility aspect, because I think um, listening to be an effective listener. This is something I should have said earlier, but I was I'll just throw it in now because I'm feeling it. You need to have empathy, which is the understanding, and you also need to have the humility to not like speak over or like tell them like you're an idiot, whatever. Like, you know, because you're trying to have a real conversation, and there's the rational, logical part of a conversation, and which is the ideas and that kind of thing. And on the other hand, you have the emotions and the feelings, and that's equally, if not more, important to having a good, fully understanding conversation. So anyway, let's let's finish the framework. Honestly, after acknowledging, which is like such a big step, especially if you include like acknowledging through your emotions and through your tone and all that, all is one kind of step. I mean, you could put those into like little separate steps, like match their words, um, match their emotion, um, match their body language, all that, all that kind of stuff, right? But I kind of put that under one of just acknowledgement, right? Um, after you've done that, um, interestingly, I think you want to, in a way, manipulate the person. And and let me be clear here: I don't think that um, manipulation in this situation is a bad thing because um, you're not necessarily trying to manipulate their thoughts or their ideas or anything like that or their actions the only thing that we want to manipulate is their emotion um especially when someone's upset or angry like you need to bring them up into a state where they can talk to you like calmly normally rationally so in order for you to effectively pull that off the number one thing you need is that deep level of understanding of like the person's emotions, what they're feeling, what they value. Now with that information, um, you want to start looking for or thinking about other things that, um, like other things around the area, other thoughts, other whatevers that kind of in a way distract or take away. So it has to be something that's going to kind of trigger a different emotional point. Like, for example, in the case that you're talking with someone about, like, George Floyd, maybe instead of talking about his death and the police and that kind of thing, you could be like, man, I think George Floyd was a good guy, right? Something like that. Something that's kind of a little happier, a little brighter, right? You're not necessarily trying to change the subject, but you are going to be triggering a different, like, emotional response in the brain. And I think in that situation, the person would be, like, Hopefully they'd be a lot more like calmer or like they'd be different. And it's not like that's going to last forever, but it's kind of a balance between, you know, listening, acknowledging, hearing what they have to say, and then not necessarily changing the subject, but just hitting a different kind of more, in a way, I don't necessarily know if it's positive, but it's just like a higher frequency, higher vibration kind of emotion. Now you're probably like, okay, what does that have to do with showing someone that you're listening. And here's the connection that I would make to it, right? Um, for someone who's angry or upset or sad, um, I think the reason that they'd be telling you about that, at least to some degree, is that 
they want some sort of solution, some sort of resolution to that feeling because that feeling's weird. They want to get rid of it, right? Um, I think that's why we have emotions like anger. You know, it causes us to fix problems. I mean, I guess maybe that framework only really applies to someone who's angry or upset because of some sort of external um, thing. Because if they're angry at, say, you, or they're angry at themselves, or they're upset at themselves, upset at you, anything like that, um, you might want to take kind of a different approach. I think the acknowledgement and the listening and understanding still applies, but maybe that second step might be a little different. Um, anyway, I guess that's all I got to say. This is Ryan Happy Talks. I hope you all have a great Sunday or whenever day you're listening to this.